Well, good morning, everybody. Pastor Steve here. I hope you had a great Christmas day yesterday. Uh, today we are in 2 Peter chapter 2, so go ahead and open your Bible there if you haven't already. And let me please urge you, if you've not picked up your copy of the 2024 reading plan, Bible reading plan, please do that this coming Sunday morning. It's also on our church website, www.fbcrockhill.org. But I want to make certain you have the Bible reading plan for 2024. All right, chapter 2 of Second Peter deals with false teachers, just like they had false prophets in the Old Testament. And we you know, read about those in Jeremiah and other places. Um, the early church also <clears throat> had to deal with false teachers from both outside the church and even inside the church. Notice what he says about it in verses 1 and 2. He says, false prophets also arose among the people just as there will be there will also be false teachers among you so there were false teachers in the false prophets in the old testament there will be false teachers in the church in christianity who will secretly introduce destructive heresies even denying the master who bought them bringing swift destruction upon themselves now look at verse 2 many of these okay these false teachers not all but many of them will follow their sensuality, and because of them, the way of the truth will be maligned. Now, what he's telling us is that many of these false teachers will follow their own sensuality. In other words, their false teaching will be designed to affirm, to, uh, to allow them to do certain sins that God in his word prohibits. In other words, there will be behavior that God says is immoral, unethical. Um, it's a sin. And there will be people who want to do those things. It will be uh, sensual sins, mostly sins of the flesh. A lot of those are sexual in nature. Uh, and they will develop false teaching that, that, that contradicts what Scripture teaches on those issues. They will develop false teaching in support of, those, of that sensuality, in support of those sexual uh, desires. And he gives an example of Sodom and Gomorrah in verse 7 and the sensuality of homosexual behavior. Look at verse 10. He says, especially those who indulge the flesh, the, the lust of the flesh uh, in its corrupt desires. So, the lust of the flesh is for things, desires that are corrupt, that are not pure, contrary to what God says. And because of that, he says at the end of verse 10, they will despise authority. They will despise the authority of God's word, of God's truth, develop their own false teaching that accommodates their fleshly, sinful passions, lust, and desires. Look at verse 18. Verse 18. He says, for speaking out arrogant words of vanity, they entice by fleshly desires, by sensuality, those who barely escape from the ones who live in error. So they will, they will use the, the, the desires, the sensual desires, the fleshly desires of people and develop teaching to lead them from the truth, lead them from the authority of God and his word to justify the behavior they want to indulge in. 
And he says it's destructive and it's deceptive because look at verse 19. He says, promising them freedom, freedom to be the real you, freedom to, okay, freedom. That's what it promises. But in the end, they are slaves of corruption because by what a man is overcome, by this he is enslaved. So this false teaching promises freedom, but in the end it just makes you a slave to your sin, to your fleshly lust. That's, that's, that's modern culture in the West, in Europe and in America today. And as a result, biblical Christianity will be attacked in, in, in chapter 2, uh, in, in verse 2, we read it a moment ago, but at the end of that verse, he says, because of them, because of these false teachers, this false teaching, the way of the truth will be maligned. And so you develop a false teaching that affirms sexual sins and sinful living, and in doing that, you attack biblical truth, the authority of God and his Word. So you undermine biblical truth, you undermine biblical faith, you undermine biblical authority, you underline, you undermine biblical uh, integrity, if you will, so you can justify doing what you want to do. So you attack the faith in God's word, undermine that, build up, create your own false teaching that lets you do what you want to do in the name of freedom, but it actually makes you a slave. And jumping ahead to tomorrow's chapter, chapter 3, look at verse 3 in chapter 3 real quickly. Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust. Mocking the truth of God's word. Why? Because they are following their own lust. That is is the world in which you and I live today. Um, and I just want you to know that God told us 2,000 years ago that's what it would be like. So you stay committed to Jesus. You stay committed to the truth of the Word of God. And um, you'll be a slave of Jesus, not a slave of sin and your own lust. One gets you to heaven and the other gets you to hell. One gives you freedom in Christ. One promises you, the other one promises you a false freedom and actually makes you a slave of the devil, of sin, of your flesh, and of death. That's the word for today. Um, by the way, Jesus was born to set us free from all that. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 3. <laughs> 